0: to read my notes that I sit down and took last night uh, looking at things and what had happened to Jesus here let me read these notes and then we'll read the scripture and we'll try to bring things out remember Jesus did this for you Man, that makes it personal. He personally done it for you and I. As we preached last week, where Jesus suffered great emotional pain and agony in the garden, when the weight of the of the sins of the whole world God laid on him there. He was close to death, as much as a human body can take under stress. That's how Jesus fell in the garden uh, to the point of death as he sweat drops of blood. Today we are going to look at his physical suffering he went through on the way to the cross and while on the cross. What great price Jesus had to pay for our sin for our sins and the sins of the whole world. I want to read one scripture here while I'm on these notes. And this is in Isaiah 52 14. Isaiah 52 14. And it said here at As many were astonished at thee, his visage. His appearance is basically what that said. Was marred more than any man. And his form more than the sons of man. Marred more than any man. The physical abuse started happening when he was taken by the soldiers in the garden and taken to the high priest's court. Remember Jesus was up all night, he had the Passover meal, that's the Last Supper, and then all the agony he went through in the garden. And now it is in the middle of the night and he is on his way to be judged by the Jews. After the high priest Caiaphas said Jesus was guilty of blaspheming because he claimed to be the Son of God, then they carried him out of the court, and as they went, they started beating him, punching him, and uh, uh, and they spit on him in his face, and they struck him with clubs. This happened as they took him out of the court. And said, "And Jesus, I get my wrong Let me go to this one. I think I numbered them wrong." Sorry, hold on just a minute. I never knew the wrong. Then Jesus was brought to Pilate to the Roman governor by the Jews because they could not do capital punishment. The Romans had the authority of capital punishment. When Pilate saw their hatred uh, the Jews had for Jesus... There was nothing he could do at that point but to please the Jews. And he sent Jesus away to be beaten with a whip. Scourged, flogged, is the words the scripture used. They're all the same thing they're beating. Scourging, this is what the definition of it was the victim was strapped or stripped from the waist up and tied to a post. The Romans used a whip that had pieces of small stones in them and these stones could cut the flesh and tear open the skin. Not only was the flesh bruised by the whip, it also was cut open by the stones. When they were, uh, when they were done beating on Jesus, his back and chest were raw like hamburger. 39 blows was what Jesus had taken. Thirteen strokes on the chest, twenty-six on the back. After Jesus was beaten, and, and uh, the soldiers put a purple robe on him and, and planted a crown of thorns upon his head and, and put a reed in his hand and mocked him and said, Hail, King of the Jews! And then they spit upon him and took the reed out of his hand, and beat him on the head with it. Then they led him out to be crucified. Then they put the cross on Jesus' raw beaten back, and made him carry it. Jesus was too weak to carry his cross, and he fell down under the weight. Because his body was weak, he had lost so much blood, And the shock from all the pain he was in. So they had a man named Simon to carry his cross. And they came to the hill where Jesus was to be crucified. And they laid him down on the cross. I am not for sure the procedures. But I believe the cross was laying on the ground. And they stretched his arms out each way. And nailed his hands to the cross and then they took his legs and laid them straight down upon the right beam of the cross and put one foot over the other and then drove a nail through both feet then they lifted him up uh, lifted the cross up and dropped it into a hole that they had dug to keep the cross upright as Jesus was hanging there Dying, the Jews and the people were mocking him and saying bad things about him. At one point, uh, the soldiers stripped him of his robe. And Jesus was hanging there, naked and bleeding and suffering and dying. All uh, for mankind. Jesus said on the cross, Forgive them, Father. For they know not what they do. And then, before Jesus died, he cried out with a loud voice, and gave up the ghost. And he said, "It is finished." And then he gave up the ghost. This was a with this the price for the sins of men. Amen. If you cried this morning and that, and troubled about all this, I tell you, I just couldn't help it crying about uh, what was happening here, what Jesus went through. And I want to read this Scripture here. This morning I want to go to Isaiah 53. Isaiah 53. And there's just 12 verses here. I want to read them all. And This this Scripture here is nothing but Jesus Christ, the Savior that Isaiah prophesied about. He said, Who had believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up uh, before him as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground. He had no form of comeliness, and when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows, acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. We had no respect for him. Surely he had borne our griefs, amen, and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken and smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded, hallelujah, for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities, huh? And the chastisement of our peace was upon Him. And with His stripes we are healed. We all like sheep have gone astray and turned everyone his own way. And the Lord laid on Him the iniquity of us all. In the garden He fell down. And all this... uh, Let me back up. And he he was oppressed and he was afflicted yet he opened not his mouth. He was brought as a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep before her shears is dumb. So he opened not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment and who shall declare his generation for he was cut off out of the land of the living for the transgressions of my people he was stricken he made his grave with the wicked and the rich in his death because he had had done no violence neither was any deceit found in his mouth play close attention to these next verses yet it pleased the Lord that's God to bruise him he had put him to grief When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed and he shall prolong his days and the pleasures of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see his travail of his soul. God's watching all this and shall be satisfied. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many or he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore, I will divide a portion, him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong. Because he had poured out his soul unto death, he was numbered with the transgressors, and he bare the sins of many, and made intercessions for the transgressor. Our dear Heavenly Father, we're so thankful, God, today for the opportunity, Lord, of being in church this morning. We're so thankful, God, that uh, uh, we're able to open our Bibles and go to a scripture like this that that Isaiah had wrote thousands of years ago, Lord. But I tell you, Lord, it's just as real today. He wrote about Christ and His suffering, Lord, and we're thankful this morning that we can open the book. And see the great truths. And we realize Lord this morning. What Jesus had went through for us. God we pray for just a little while. Just a few minutes. God you'll help us. As we'll concentrate Lord. On what Jesus suffered for us. Lord that our relationship God. Would be closer to you Lord. We pray for the Holy Spirit's help. We know Lord without your touch. We can do nothing. Lord at all. We have to have your help. In Christ's name. I pray, Amen, Amen. Who had believed our report? Huh? That was Isaiah, said that, and he was not only talking about himself; he was talking about all the prophets before him and those who would come after him. The report was that Jesus was the Messiah. He was the coming Messiah. Uh, and that would come into the world just like God said it would happen, and uh, uh, and the Scripture said there that He would grow up as a tender plant. I want to tell you something this morning. Uh, in, in God's eyes, Jesus was that tender plant, huh? He He was the purpose, huh? He was the God's choice to save a lost and dying world. Amen. To the Jews, huh? He was a root out of dry ground, huh? Right. To him, I tell you, to the Jews were lost, huh? I tell you, there hadn't been a prophet for 400 years, huh? That come to the Jews, huh? Since John the Baptist, right. I tell you, their religion was pretty dry and pretty stiff, huh? And they read this, they read the prophecy, and they looked at the prophecy, huh? And and, and they were looking for a king, huh? They were looking for somebody in majesty, somebody in power, huh, that would deliver them from the Roman government and deliver them from their enemies, huh? And when they seen Jesus, huh, I tell you, there was nothing nothing comely about Him, nothing great, huh? He was just a poor Jewish boy, huh, that lived in Nazareth and his parents were poor and never had nothing, Huh? That wasn't the king they were looking for, huh? But I tell you, the Messiah came, huh? The Lord Jesus Christ, huh? And he grew up, huh? That's a boy, amen. About 12 years old, when they lost him, couldn't find him. He was in a temple. Mary jumped all over him. So Joseph he said, I'm about, about my father's business. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yes, Amen. I tell you, this morning, I want us just to look for a few minutes on this suffering that Jesus went through. We talked last week about the Garden of, the Garden of Gethsemane, the great agony he was in. Now I remember, he hasn't had any rest or no sleep. He's been under so much stress, and they come and got him there in the garden. Judas already betrayed him. Took this, uh, I think it was thirty pieces of silver for the price of Christ, and the soldiers come and got him. There was I forget how many there was. There was a bunch of them. And they come after him like a criminal. Huh? Like one that had murdered a bunch of people or something. Uh, they come after him. It was waiting on him. They had staves, clubs, knives, swords, they had it all. Huh? And from that time, they started mistreating him. Uh, they grabbed him. They probably tied him up. The scripture doesn't say. But anyway, they carried him to the to the high priest's court. And they brought him before there, before judgment. So you see, they were jealous of him, huh? He was drawing the crowds of people. I want to tell you something, Lord, help me to preach. I want to tell you something, huh? He had a message, he had something that he was preaching and teaching was real, that got to the lives of people, and people believed it and understood it, huh? Their lives were changed. And the Jews hated it. Huh? Jealousy is a powerful thing. It causes people to do things they really don't want to do. Jealousy is powerful. They were jealous of Christ. They couldn't find Him guilty of anything. Huh? They couldn't find Him guilty. He'd never done anything wrong as far as their crimes go. The Jewish crimes. And He said here... And somebody asked him about I, I can't remember it uh, was the high priest someone asked him if he he said he was the son of God they heard that they heard him mention that and he said thou sayest I am yes. and and Caiaphas uh, K- if I'm pronouncing his right name right he stood up and he said what more proof than we need that's blasphemy Huh? And he ripped his clothes. And it said that uh, that C- Caeus ripped his clothes. He was so mad. And he ordered away to be judged. Amen. And it said those guys grabbed him, huh? And they punched him. And they spit in his face. I mean, they got right there in his face and spit in his face, huh? You know what that is? That's disrespect. Right. They spit in his face and punched him and hit him. Pulled, probably pulled his hair and pulled his beard. Huh? That's when his beating and suffering started. And they got him over there to Pilate. You see, they couldn't kill anybody. They couldn't do any execution. It was capital punishment, so they had to go through the Romans. They took him over there to Pilate, my friend, and Pilate couldn't find anything wrong with him. Huh? There's a few versions, a few stories in there. Where he took to Herod, Herod couldn't find anything that he'd done wrong either, because he was a Galilean, and Herod had to look over that. What Pilate was trying to do is, is get out of it. Yeah. Uh, he was trying to get out of uh, having Jesus crucified. He knew he was innocent, but the Jews cried out the, the more and louder, saying, "Crucify him! Crucify him!" I tell you, Pilate knew he couldn't do any more but to do it. He washed his hands in front of all the people, huh, and said he was innocent of this man's blood. And the scripture said, though Pilate wasn't innocent, huh, he's still guilty of killing Christ, huh? He had to say so in the power. Right. But the Jews said his blood, huh, will be among us and our children. I want to tell you something. That's exactly what happened. Right. Huh? Right after this, right after all this had happened and Jesus rose again from the dead. I think it was 70 AD, the temple was crushed from top to bottom. Huh? It said there was not one stone left upon another. Huh? I tell you, they took the Jews, my friend, uh, and killed them and tortured them. I forget how many died in Jerusalem at that time. It was unreal. Slaughtered them by the thousands. Huh? Kill. His blood be upon us and our children. You and I really don't know about that that much. Only what we read. But I tell you, we know what Hitler did. Right. Huh? Yeah. We got the stories and the pictures Definitely. of what Hitler did. to The Jews. Huh? Mm-hmm. His blood be upon us. So Pilate had his soldiers to take him and, and have him beaten and scores and whipped. This was the, this was the procedure that they had done. This capital punishment. He was punished just like a prisoner. They took him in there and tied him up. I know I read this in my notes. I want you to get the feel. I want you to hear and feel the impact of this. They tied him up to a post. Huh? And he's already, listen, he's already busted up. He's already blues, black eyes, bloody noses, a bloody nose. Huh? He's already been abused by the Jewish soldiers. And now they tied him to this post. Huh? There was no getting him away. And they stripped him, huh? Huh? From the waist up, and they flopped him over, and he faced him, huh? And he gave him thir- thirteen strikes on the front of his chest. I want to tell you something this morning. Think about it. Get hit one time with a whip like that. Mm-hmm. How much pain that would be, Right. huh? Thirteen on the chest. Smack and rip. Smack the whip. The whip would go into the skin, huh? It would go into the skin and make an impression. And when they pulled it back, the stones just ripped everything. I can't help it. I tell you, it's just so awful. Why are you preaching? Why are you preaching something like this? I want you to see it this morning. I want you to understand what Christ had went through for us. Right, yes. And they flipped him around, huh? After they beat him one way, they flipped him over on his back. And gave him 26 stripes on the back. That's 39 stripes. 39 whips. They said 40 would kill a man and they knew how to beat one just close enough to death before they died. They'd stop. Jesus is laying there. Huh? Tied to that post. Huh? Now his skin just like raw hamburger beat and whipped up, blood everywhere. Huh? And he untied. They had to lift him up. He probably couldn't even stand up under all that pain. I don't know how long it lasted. And they lifted him up because they had to take him to Calvary, to Golgotha, the hill where he was crucified. And they stood him up, got him on his feet. And I tell you, the Roman soldiers, they were wicked men. They had no no sympathy for anybody, especially Christ. These are written for us so we could see the story. They stood him up. They put a purple robe on him. Uh, You know what what purple is in Bible times? That's royalty. That's what the kings wore. They put that robe on him. And they made this crown of thorns, and there's some theology about the crown, huh? That is a little bit different in different beliefs. And I want to tell you something. I don't know, but I just have what the Bible says. Amen. The Bible said it was a crown of thorns, mm-hmm. huh? And I believe that's just what it was. Somehow they wove them together and they put it upon his head, huh? And then they took a reed, which that was the scepter, is what that, not a scepter, but a scepter, I'm sorry, yeah. mm-hmm. that the king had. Huh? When you come into the king's presence, he risked that scepter out like that, mm-hmm. uh, and you was allowed in. Right. If he didn't lay it out, you had to touch it. If he didn't lay it out, you come in there and it, mm-hmm. off with your head. So they put that in his hand. Started making fun of him and mocking him. Then they said they, they beat on his head. They took the wreath out of his hand and beat him with it on the head. And I believe they drove those thorns in his head. You ever been stuck by a thorn? Big one? Huh? You seen them big thorns on trees? I tell you I've been stuck a few times with them hunting been out hunting and, and ran into him not watching I tell you that hurt I mean they really hurt it's it's a different pain it's just not only is it a puncture but it's just like a sore hurt sick pain they beat him on his head huh and then they carried him out let him out down the hall down the courtyard huh on the way to Golgotha. And it was their procedure for the prisoners. Remember there was two more. We won't preach about them today. It was their procedures that they carried their cross. They strapped it on their backs and had them to carry it. They took Jesus' cross huh, and put it up on His back. Listen to this. Huh? His roll beaten back, huh? And laid that old wooden cross upon his back, huh? And he was to carry it. I believe that he went a little ways. This is my thinking, my theory, and he fell down. It was too much. I mean, you know how he's even still alive. And they had Simon to carry his cross, 'cause Jesus couldn't do it. And they took him up there, laid him on that cross. But no tying to the cross here. It was a nailing. Huh? They laid his arms straight out, each arm as long as they could get it, on the crossbar, on the crossbeam of that cross, just as far as they could stretch it. Huh? And drove those nails into his hands. Huh? Pierced his hands. Scripture says hands. And that's what we'll go by. And they took his feet, his legs, laid him out straight as they could, huh? Huh? Just as straight as they could. And put one foot on another one, top of the other, huh? And drove that big spike right down through it. Can you hear the screams and the hollers? And the agony Jesus cried out when they drove those nails into Him. I know it's an awful picture. It's a terrible picture, huh? What Christ went through. The suffering. They stood Him up. Stood the cross up. And dropped it in that hole. I'll tell you, when He dropped Him in that hole that thing just thubbed and jerked him. that was another pain in itself and he hung there dying. I tell you when you read it the scripture said his face and his body was so marred more than any other man he wouldn't even recognize them He wasn't even recognizable as Jesus, who Jesus was. He was so tore up. huh? Probably the only reason they knew who he was, some of them, because every criminal that the Romans crucified, they made a plaque and put it above their cross, on their cross at the top. And their crimes was written for what they had done whether they was a murderer, whether they was a thief, or whatever crimes they was, whatever they was being executed for, they put that sign up on there. And Jesus said, Jesus' sign said, Jesus, King of the Jews. It was written in Latin, Greek, Hebrew, one more, maybe Arabic, I don't know. I think there was four. And Jesus hung there on the cross dying. What an awful sight. It was surely he bore our griefs and carried our sorrows. Huh? He was wounded for our transgression and he was bruised for our iniquities. And the chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes. Amen. Hallelujah. We are healed. Praise Amen. Amen? Yes. Right. I want to tell you, did it say, let me read it, then I got to quit because we got to do communion. Huh? It said, here yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him and hath put him through grief, when he shall make his soul an offering for sin, and his see, and he shall see his seed, that's you and me, and shall prolong his day, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see his travail and his soul, and shall be satisfied by the knowledge, huh, amen, of my righteous servants shall justify many, and he shall bear their iniquities. Hallelujah. Praise God. Listen, my friend. I'm so thankful today. Hallelujah that this happened. I know it's an awful story. It's a sickening story. It's a sad story. But it had to happen. To redeem you and I huh, from our sins. Huh, and bring us in right relationship Amen. with Jesus Christ. I there was a plan of salvation huh, before the world was ever built. Brand. Huh? Brand, yes. Praise God. Huh? The Lord had Jesus as His plan to die on the cross for the sins of the world. Huh? Mm-hmm. Thank God this morning. Hallelujah! This was the only sacrifice, huh? That was going to work, huh? His only begotten Son, God in the flesh, suffered and died for the sins of the world to give us salvation. Amen. Amen. Huh? Those stripes, huh? Those beatings, huh? Those ripping of the flesh, huh? Those... Those anguish and crying out Jesus was in pain and suffering, huh? And and hurting so bad, huh? It said by his stripes we are healed. What's healed? they our sins and soul is healed. Hallelujah! That's exactly what it is, huh? We were lost in sin. It said we're all like sheep has gone astray and went our own ways. But praise God, he took the strike. he took the nails, Huh? he took the pain, and the suffering, and the agony, Huh? and died for you and I. Amen. 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 That we would have life, huh? that he would give us life, this spiritual life that we have in our souls. Praise uh, God. Right? Yes. Amen. I want you to look at it huh, and understand it. I don't know how much preaching is being done. Jesus is suffering. Huh? I'm sure some is. We go, to the, uh, we go to His resurrection. We'll talk about that next week. A lot of preaching on that. How about His suffering? Huh? Mm-hmm. How about the cross? Praise God. Huh? He said it's finished. Sin's defeated. Huh? Everything's over with. Lord, I've done your will. I've done everything you wanted me to do. I offered myself for the whole world. Amen. Amen. I tell you, let's get it down, church, and let's understand this. What is Christianity? Huh? What is Christianity? Hmm? That's when we believe this gospel. Huh? When we believe this gospel. If we believe in Jesus Christ, that He's the Son of God, and He suffered and died for us, huh? And gave His life for us, huh? What happens to us? Mm -hmm. We become crucified. Huh? In the old man. In the old body. And our old sins, I tell you, are crucified with Jesus. Yes. And when we come up, we're a new person. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah preach about that next week. Lord help us. I thought of what Brother Avery said. he. I never did think I didn't ever did even give it a thought really about being a preacher or trying to preach or do anything. And I think, you know, maybe one time I told my dad when I was teaching Sunday school years ago, I said maybe one of these days if it happens, but it never did. But now it did. But I remember, and I don't know why Brother Avery said this to me. He said, Mark, if you ever preach, preach Jesus and Him crucified. Yes. Amen. That's the only thing that's going to work, right. it's the only thing that's going to change lives. Right. Amen. Well, I just wanted you to look this morning, what Jesus went through for you and I. Amen. Suffered it personally for us. I mean, I remember Brother Abrish said he talked to a guy and he was out witnessing to him, and he said that uh, he said Jesus le- uh, died for you, and he said, "Well, I didn't ask Him to die for me." And Brother Abrish looked at him and he said, "Well, He loved you. That's why He died. He loved you to save your soul." Amen. I'm gonna tell you, this is a price for sin, for sure. mm-hmm. huh? And when the judgment comes, and I know I said this before, when the judgment comes, men will have no excuse. That's right. Huh? The price had already been paid, and now it's a gift. You either accept the gift or reject the gift. Amen. So glad that we accepted it today. Amen.